Dialectical Behavior Therapy was created in the 1980s by Marsha Linehan in Seattle, Washington. Today, DBT is taught all over the world. We're two therapists who believe everyone can benefit from DBT skills. I'm Kate. I'm Michelle. And And this this is is DBT and me. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. Is Jin still in there with you, Kate? No, he left. But God knows he'll interrupt us at some point. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Kate sent me the cutest picture of him earlier. Um, podcasting with us like he like he tries to do. Yes, <laughs> we probably cute. will post it. It's pretty adorable. We will probably be posting this in the group for you guys to see because cats so cats are good things. Um. So, anyways, you guys, um, we're here actually to do an episode for you that was suggested to us by a listener. We got an email from someone recently who basically said to us, you know, hey guys should do an episode about dbt and the holidays and what skills can help during this time of year and i was like well that's a really good idea that we didn't come up with <laughs> let's do that um, <laughs> yeah exactly we are not taking credit for the theme of this episode because somebody else inspired it but it sounded like a good idea to us and also we are aware that thanksgiving just passed so this will be to help you Get prepared for what is to come in the month of December. <laughs> <That's> so ominous. <laughs> I know, right? Dun dun dun. <laughs> Get prepared, the people. The various no, I'm upcoming holidays. The various upcoming holidays that take place in the month of December. Um, and New Year's so, for some people, for those of well, us, for and New Year's, which is oh of, yeah, yeah straddles that line i guess in december january (laughs) it does yes there is new year's as well there's lots of things that happen in december it's true um so basically we wanted to do an episode today we're gonna go over a couple different scenarios areas topics related to the holidays and we're gonna give our two cents about what dbt skills might help with that particular part of the holiday season whether it's talking about um, family stuff and spending time with family members that may not be your preference, (laughs) Um, or whether it's talking about how just the holidays in general can be really stressful and a busy time of year. We're going to go over a couple different areas for where you can be using some DBT. And before we get into it, though, it feels very important... um, (laughs) I don't know, we were saying kind of like a disclaimer. Responsibility-wise. Um, yes, responsibility-wise, covering our bases. But honestly, I mean, I think this comes from really a genuine, heartfelt place. Oh, that's what I mean, yeah. For both Kate and I. <laughs> um, of This year is different because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no denying it. And we have listeners all over the world. We have listeners in various parts of the country. And every state has slightly different guidelines, and each country might be following different rules and protocols. And also, it really feels important before we get into all of this today, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit when we get to my part of things, um, that 
you know, do what is needed and being advised of you to stay safe this holiday season. Mm -hmm. And that means probably not going to the big family gathering that you may normally be going to. And we already, you know, just experienced some of this with Thanksgiving. And now with, again, December right around the corner, it's going to be something to where, you know, this stuff is going to continue to probably apply for the next month and into the new year uh things are just different right now because of covid so we really want to also put out there and recommend that you know do what you need to do to keep yourself and your loved ones safe um social distance all of that stuff and even though this is maybe arguably the hardest time of year to do that it's also really really important that we do so. So we wanted to say that as well before we actually get into the the bigger stuff we're going to talk about this episode with it's, skills and whatnot. It's a bit grim, but I really liked how yeah. they put it. So don't mind the grimness, I guess. But uh, the the Twitter account that's run by the the March for Science folks mm-hmm. said um, better a Zoom Thanksgiving than an ICU Christmas. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> like, Oh, snap. (laughs) Yeah. Well said. (laughs) Yeah. It's really true. And at least where we are here in Washington State. Jiminy Christmas. What did you say? Sorry. Oh, I said, oh, man, Jiminy Christmas. That's all. I'm just saying, yeah, we're bad here. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) we are. Um, Cases are really spiking. I looked this morning and we recently had a day where we got over 3,000 new cases. And for as bad as it feels here, I know there are parts of the country that are much worse mm-hmm. than it is here. Um, and our governor has put in restrictions on um, indoor social gatherings and, you know, winding back on capacities for certain places and restaurants going back to takeout and all this stuff. And it, it, it's hard. It's hard <laughs> to have some reminders of where we were earlier this year. And yet it's also really important for keeping people safe. safe. Yep. So. Um, so leading into that, my my yeah. first portion today is to go ahead and talk about family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Depending on who you are, the best or worst part of every holiday. <laughs> well, I shouldn't yeah. say or, right? This is all about this dialectical behavioral therapy. Sometimes the best and worst part of the there you go. <laughs> it doesn't have to be or. It can be and. Um, and this can look like so many different things. And I think it looks like even more different things this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Michelle was saying. Because, you know, COVID has just made shit different. Uh, so, how might this look? Some of us. I mean, I say us. Some of you. Because it's not me. Uh, <laughs> some of you are quarantined in with family. Right? Like, you, you might already be with family. And you might be kind of stuck with that family through the holidays. So this might look like trying to figure out ways to make actual, you know, in-person interactions with these family members feel as, you know, good as possible. And it may also look like having to tell a lot of family no. Um, that's what it looks like for me. Um, my dad is not happy that I am not seeing him for Thanksgiving. Um, I know he's not listening to this, but if you did dad, I'd say I was willing to quarantine and you weren't. So nah, there we go. Um, (laughs) and I'm absolutely certain that my, you know, my mom and my sister and her family, uh, if it turns out we can't get together because of those same restrictions, are going to be sad and or angry about it too. Right. So, 
there's a lot of different ways that this might look, whether it be having to set boundaries, um, having to handle what, you know, I don't know, the longer you're in sort of stuck with people, the more likely an amount of emotional volatility <laughs> may be, especially as well, stress <laughs> increases over time. So it may be having to deal with just in the moment, intense emotional responses, um, or if depending on, you know, your part of the world, what the restrictions are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Long story short, if it is your plan to get together with family and you know from your lived experience so far in life uh, that it's going to be stressful, how to deal with that. So sort of in those, in that, in that order, the three um, DBT skills that Michelle and I thought fit best here were fast, stop, and cope ahead. Just to sort of give you a super brief reminder about what those are. Um, obviously we have episodes on each of these things. So if you need real in-depth, we got you covered. Uh, <laughs> but maybe you've already listened to these and they're a reminder. Either way, uh, fast is mostly about setting boundaries and staying true to yourself, right? So uh, in my example, that meant telling my dad that if he wasn't willing to, or sorry, I don't know, the, the restrictions here are you can get together with people outside your household if they quarantine for seven days and get a test um, within 48 like hours. Outside is okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but indoors. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh, yeah. I was willing to quarantine for a whole week, but my dad wasn't, so I had to tell him I couldn't come, right? So that was me staying true to my values. I'm like, I'm following the restrictions in my state. I'm trying to follow the best science, and that's who I am, and those are my values, right? So I'm sticking true to myself. Um, and I'm not apologizing for it, and I'm just sort of holding firm in that. So fast can help you navigate all of the various and sundry things to which you may need to say no over the next <laughs> month and a half, whatever that looks like. So fast is kind of the go-to one for that. Stop is all about helping to, I would say, reduce your reactivity in an intense emotional moment, right? So sort of keep yourself from just charging ahead with whatever your emotion mind says it wants you to do. And instead taking a pause, right? Kind of taking it literally the second. Yeah. Second letter in stop is for taking a step back, whether that be literally or figuratively, right? So just taking a moment, reorienting yourself internally and reapproaching the situation from a more of a wise mind place, right? So if you're stuck in with family and things have been getting harder and harder to deal with, or if you're going to be stuck in with family and you know they have a tendency to push your buttons, the stop skill I think could be really helpful there. Uh, and last but not least is cope ahead, which is actually, I wouldn't have thought about this until after talking so much about it in um, the podcast, actually. <laughs> I, know I know. We talk about it more here. Group, but it's now, I think it's one of my favorite skills these it's days. so helpful. Whatever, right? <laughs> So, again, I don't know about you, but in the years that I've been on this planet, I've come to have a pretty decent idea about what holidays with my family looks like. So, if I were going to be spending <laughs> holidays mm -hmm. with them this year, Cope Ahead could be really useful, because I can imagine those situations, what's likely to come up, and I can help myself be prepared, right? Emotionally, mentally, I can kind of have a game plan, I can kind of have figured out what that's going to look like through visualization and, and planning. Um, so those are, those are kind of the three things that uh, I think are applicable to the various situations you might encounter with family. Uh, anything to add to any of those, Michelle? Not too much to add, just kind of um, hearing you talk about all three, really just the, the common thread that it seems is there is that when we're with our family, you know, and this is true when we're with anybody, <laughs> 
but applies especially when we're with family. We cannot control what they say or do. Mm. They're going to mm-hmm. say and do whatever they're going to say and do. <laughs> and all we're in control of is how we respond. And that hopefully if you're using any or all of those three skills, you'll be able to better stay centered in your wise mind and be a little less maybe tossed to and fro emotionally a little less by valid, uh, what less they volatile, may say or kind do. of less or less yeah vulnerable that's what that's like like you're a little yeah. bit less vulnerable mm-hmm. a little more grounded or or anchored yes yeah perfect exactly that because um you know I, we've probably all been there holidays or not where <laughs> all it takes is one of your family members saying or doing one thing and then before you know it you know, at least for me, then that I'm all up in my head and I'm mm-hmm. getting stressed out because of what they just said or did. And if you're using these things, you know, you're going to be able to hopefully be able to take a moment to pause <laughs> before reacting. You'll be able to hopefully have some time to have thought ahead to prepare for if that thing were to take place, if it's a pattern with this particular person and that you'll be able to stick to your boundaries and not be apologizing for it. Mm -hmm. Um, So these are all things that I think just really can set you up, hopefully to be more successful in a family setting where like, yeah, you're staying anchored, you're staying rooted, even if everybody else is still doing the normal stuff that they do. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, that's basically how I think about also, it. Also, I just have to giggle because you had a pause at what seemed like a really funny place. Oh. I don't, <laughs> and hopefully if you're using these skills, and I'm like, using what? <laughs> like, I don't Is it because of the internet with us? It already happened. I don't know. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe you, I, just, I thought you actually paused there. And I'm like, that's a weird place to pause in that sentence. I might have been. I might have just been thinking. <laughs> Anyway, unrelated to anything, it just made me giggle a little bit. Unfortunately, you know, if you're using... Wait, I don't think that's what we're talking about this time, Michelle. Yes, no. Not talking about addiction this episode. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Your segment. We're on. Oh, my segment. Okay, here we go. Um, So, you know, we already alluded to this a little bit at the beginning. Um, The holidays are going to be different this year for the vast, vast, vast majority, if not all of us, to some degree or another. Um, And... You know, we thought it was important to talk about what Kate was just saying about uncomfortable family stuff, because even if you are not going to be seeing your family members, you know, they might be planning to do Zoom or call each other or still have some form of connection on the holidays, even if you're not seeing each other in person. And things can still play out over the phone or over Zoom (laughs) that might in person. So still feels important to really talk about. But what I'm about to talk about is honestly pretty unique to this year with um, us living in the time of COVID, (laughs) Um, which is basically what DBT skills might be helpful if you're spending the holidays alone. And, you know, for some people, they spend the holidays alone every year. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not unique to everybody. this. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, maybe they have estranged relationships with their family members. Maybe their family lem- ugh, family members <laughs> live. Oh, excuse me. Um, their family members live geographically far apart from them, and it's not realistic to get together. I mean, it could be for all sorts of reasons for why. Maybe it's by choice that people are like, you know what? 
screw this. <laughs> like, I would just rather spend this day by myself, have it feel like kind of any other day, just relax, be really low key. Whatever the reasons are, there are people who spend the holidays alone every year, either by choice or just because of the circumstances that they are in. And also this year, because of COVID, more people are going to be spending the holidays alone than would otherwise on an average year, mm -hmm. where they would love to go see their family members or love to get together with their friends or whoever it is. And they are choosing not to because of COVID and following whatever guidelines or restrictions are in place where they live. And as we said at the beginning, we highly encourage this. And we also understand that that's going to be really hard. And the other thing that I want to emphasize too, before I get into the skills, um, because this is something that's coming up for me this year, maybe coming up for other people. I'm not technically going to be alone on the holidays. I live with my husband and my mother-in-law lives with us as well. So I'm not going to be alone on the holidays. I have two other people here with me. And at the same time, this will be holidays that I haven't celebrated in this way before because the way that I usually celebrate the holidays is by going to my parents' house where they have my grandparents and my aunts and uncles and my cousins over. And I get to see my brother and my sister-in-law and my neighbors. And, you know, my, my parents do a big get-together every year, especially on Christmas. And that will not be happening this year. So even though I'm not literally alone, it's not just me <laughs> in my home by myself, as it is for some people, do I, do I, or will I probably still feel alone this year? Yeah. Because Lonely, it's not if be nothing else, right? What'd you say? Lonely, if nothing else. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, it makes me really, really thankful for my husband and my mother-in-law, maybe in a new way. Um, and at the same time, it's a totally different way of celebrating the holidays that I've never, that I've never done before. So some of you may be grappling with that as well. And if that's your situation, that would totally fall under, um, what skills I'm going to suggest is you might be like, well, I'm not alone. You know, I'm at home with my partner or with my kids or, you know, with my roommates or <laughs> whoever it is, but you're not getting the typical holiday experience that you're used to. You're not spending it with the people that you normally would. So, um, that's, that's where this applies is basically like, let's, let's talk about how holidays are just going to be different. And yeah, as you put it, Kate, like just kind of more lonely this year because of COVID and, mm -hmm. and what do we do with that? So, um, basically the skills that we thought would be helpful with this. I'm going to do essentially what Kate did. I'm just going to list them out and then I'll go a little more in depth with each one. But the skills that we thought would be most helpful would be practicing willingness, self-soothing, and improve. So willingness, honestly, is probably, I don't want to say, they can all be helpful. <laughs> but I think willingness is the one that I would most highly recommend. And if it's funny, I was thinking back on this, Kate, when we did do our willingness versus willfulness episode, you shared a holiday story. Oh, that's true. Yes. About yeah. your tree. My grumpy Christmas tree day. <laughs> yes. Because they, your, your housemates did not want to go to the same Christmas tree yep. farm that you wanted to go to. Um, and I was like, oh, that's, funny. that's so appropriate because holidays. And also, I think Kate's story that, I mean, you told yeah, yeah. You know, a long time ago now, but I think that totally applies. Um, 
I had a client just telling me recently about how her mom was like dead set on like, we still need to figure out a way to do Santa pictures. Oh, geez. I've only, I saw a commercial actually for a Santa at a store where the Santa had um, like one of those uh, like clear face masks on. And then there was a plexiglass. And then in front of the plexiglass was like this spot where the kids could sit. And basically they could wave to Santa through the plexiglass or talk to Santa through the plexiglass. I I just saw a brief commercial for it at (laughs) a store. And I was like, oh, I mean, I guess, I guess that's the safest way to do it. But there's lots of things that are going to be different this year about the holidays. Let's face it. (laughs) There's lots of things that are going to be different, not just because of, you know, not spending time with people you might normally spend time with. Um, but because of things like maybe you're not doing Santa pictures, uh, there's a couple places here locally to Kate and I where they do um, big light displays. Yeah. Um, they do that at the zoo and a couple other places I can think of. I don't know if those are happening this year. Or maybe since they're outdoor not. at the zoos, maybe. I know that Leavenworth, maybe. which is one of my favorite places to go in the winter, they're not. They're like... They're going to have Christmas lights up, but they're not doing like the mm-hmm. big tree lighting ceremony and stuff because they figure that would pack people in too close together. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep, totally. Um, one of the big things that I do each year, which is a huge part of my holiday season, is um, my church that I grew up attending that I don't attend so much anymore, but we help a homeless shelter that's like a block away. Um, there's 11 families that live there and every year, and I've kind of grown to be in charge of it now but we do a holiday party for the families living there Mm -hmm. my dad dresses up as santa we buy gifts for them and this year none of that is happening Um, oh it would have been my 15th anniversary of my formal christmas party and now that doesn't get to happen at all this year and i'm so sad right (laughs) it's exactly that i mean there's there's so many things tradition wise that we're either losing entirely this year or they're going to be really, really different. Um, so bring it back to the skill of willingness. This is so crucial, I feel like, this holiday season because we can either be willful and get really upset that things aren't happening the way we wanted them to happen and try to push to still make them happen as close as we can to what they normally are Or we can just really be in this place of like, you know what? It is going to be different. And what can we still do? Um, My husband and I, even though I do do love the holidays, um, you know, I grew up in a house where my mom in particular goes all out decorating for every (laughs) single holiday all throughout the year. And I've seen how much time and energy and effort she puts into that. And so in my adult life, I haven't really decorated much, whether it's for Christmas or for other holidays. I just really don't do it. But this year I realized, you know, I'm not going to be having that experience of going over to my parents' house the way that I normally would. You know, we normally have a day where we go over and help them decorate their tree. Or, you know, I get to at least go and see their Christmas lights that my dad puts up <laughs> very early every year. Um, and that's that's going to be different this year. And so I said to my husband, and he agreed, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe it would be nice to try to get our own tree this year. Or do a little bit of decorating ourselves because I'm not going to get 
that same experience. I normally just get that by proxy with being at my parents' house, like typically once a week for the holiday season. And I'm just not going to get that this year. And so how can we bring a little bit of that to us? It sounds like you're just talking about being flexible. Like what willingness really represents here is just a willingness to, a literal willingness to flex with what circumstances are are what circumstances are (laughs) exactly (laughs) yep that's all it is yeah it's just being able to say okay what what do we need to let go of um what can we do instead yeah how can we be flexible i love that you're using that word like how can we be creative how can we make the most of this and still have fun and enjoy ourselves rather than just get upset that things aren't the way we want them (laughs) how 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 do we do that um so i think we all need a dose of willingness (laughs) this year going into the holiday season and just catching that you know when we get willful that's probably just coming from a place of grief it is sad that there's so much that's not going to be the same this year but if we stay willful and upset about that then we're just going to stay stuck and it's going to take away from what other alternatives we could be finding. Um, So willingness seems really important (laughs) this year. Um, And then with self-soothing, you know, um, self-soothing is great when we are having those moments of feeling sadness or loss around wishing that things were different. Um, And those moments will probably be striking (laughs) more than once you know during during this time of year given the circumstances of the world where we find ourselves missing um what we're used to having and not being able to have it whether it's missing people or missing traditions or whatever it is that we're gonna have moments of sadness probably and when that comes self-soothing is really helpful. I also think self-soothing is so great this time of year anyways, beyond just the holidays, because it's, well, let me pair, let me dial this back before I even say it. Where we live, it gets colder <laughs> this time of year. Um, and dark. And cold and dark, yes. Uh, not for everywhere in the world. Um, but this is the time of year where sometimes all I want to do is get under a blanket and wear fuzzy socks and drink <laughs> hot cocoa and all of that. Um, and so to carve out space and opportunities for you to do that, like whatever self-soothing looks like for you, but just to be and just to really take care of yourself, especially if you are having a day where there's some grief or some stress or a lot going on that self-soothing can be a helpful way to take care of yourself in all of that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the second one. I think especially, you know, if, if you are spending the holidays, um, again, literally alone or lonelier than usual, this can also be, um, just really, really helpful to make sure that you're prioritizing that. And the last but not least, improve. Um, so there were a couple things that I was thinking of when it, when it comes to improve that could be helpful, right? Improve is an acronym. So I'm going to pull out some of the letters that I think 
could be most helpful when it comes to um, the fact that we're celebrating the holidays in a pandemic <laughs> and how we can use some of Improve to maybe help um, help us get through this time. So the first thing I was thinking of was the M for meaning. Um, and meaning gets dicey. Um, we talked about this in the episode. Um, some people find great solace in thinking about everything happens for a reason and all of that. And I'm not necessarily encouraging us thinking about meaning in that way in this context. I'm thinking of how can you still make this season meaningful for you? How can you still find something to look forward to? How can you still find something that makes it feel special? How can you still have it be that this is a time of year that can enrich your life rather than, especially with this particular year, feeling, um, I don't know, just kind of drained and over it and woeful <laughs> <laughs> about like, you know, screw this. Christmas isn't going to be the same or whatever holiday you celebrate. Yeah, it's not going to be the same. And how can you still find meaning anyways? Mm-hmm. Um is really something that we could all take a little bit of time to reflect on. And that can look a thousand different ways, but it's, it's still something that might feel really important. Um, the other thing too, that kind of goes along with that, but I think about the V for briefcation. I actually know a lot of people who have chosen during this time of year, again, hopefully, albeit safely, but man, lots of people are thinking about vacations. Lots of people are like, you know, we're not going to be going to the big family gathering with 30 people. Let's just me and my little family go to a cabin for a weekend or something. Lots of people, I think, are thinking that way. My husband and I were thinking that way, too. <laughs> we're like, where can we go? We need to go somewhere. Like, we need to just have a little break. Um so whether you are actually planning a literal vacation um, or not, the idea of a brief vacation with Improve is that you find a way to give yourself a brief break from reality. And for me, when I was thinking about what I shared with talking about willingness and how, for me, part of that looks like, you know, actually decorating our house when we haven't done that in past years, to me, that also seems to be in line a little bit with brief vacation. I have seen so many people already on my Facebook feed. They are decorated. They've been decorated yep. for weeks. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I had a friend who did it earlier, like this last weekend, and it was so weird to me to just be decorated for Christmas before Thanksgiving. Right? <laughs> but yeah, it makes so many totally. people happy. So they like, yes, just like more that's weeks what it is. this year. So why the fuck not? Yep. Yep. I think everybody, because a lot of times for a lot of people, the holidays are like a brief vacation from life, just as it is. It's like this different time of year where we're doing different things, breaking out of our routine, having certain traditions. A lot of people look forward to the holidays because it gets them out of their usual routine and it's something to look forward to. And even though the holidays are going to look different this year, I think people are really, maybe even more so than most years, clinging to it. Like, mm -hmm. I am still having Christmas, goddammit, like no matter <laughs> what. <laughs> and especially within their homes, creating that atmosphere so that it does feel like they are getting a break and a brief vacation from all of the really stressful things <laughs> that that have been going on. So those are the specific letters I wanted to highlight from Improve is the M and the V. 
um, that those can be things to try to hone in on as as you're celebrating this year with it being during COVID. So. Thanks. Um, I've been talking a lot. Do you have anything to add, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> it did go a little bit more in depth than I was expecting. I feel bad. I'm like I was real fast on mine. <laughs> it's getting fast. Um, no, the only thing I was thinking of is that willingness. Sometimes I, it's not exactly right. So bear with me. But sometimes I think of willingness as radical acceptance light. Um, mm -hmm. And so the only thing I was thinking is that depending on your circumstances, radical acceptance, full bore, may also be added into what might be useful there. Sure. Um, that was the only thing I was thinking of is like, willingness is like, I don't know, in some ways, like radical acceptance light. And maybe you actually need just radical acceptance, just, mm -hmm. <laughs> just, just full, full on. Um, because there is a lot <laughs> to have to accept right now for a lot of people. So, yep, this is true. Um, so my last bit was just overall stress. Um, how many different forms can that take? Sweet Jesus. Um, I don't know. I, so many different things, right? I mean, I, we didn't really mention this, but one of the other ways that COVID is affecting so many people is job loss, right? And mm -hmm. extreme financial distress. So that might be another thing getting in the way of the holidays looking anything like you're used to. Right. If you can't afford the same decorations, if you can't afford the gifts for everybody that you're used to, if you can't afford right, the sort of the stuff that you, you would normally be expecting, or maybe you just can't afford even normal, like everyday things, rent, food, stuff like that. Right. So there's some pretty enormous stressors there financially, et cetera, for people anyway in the holidays, let alone when so many people are out of jobs, et cetera. Um, you know, the, the stress of the above two things that we were talking about, you know, either being with family or not being with anybody. <laughs> their own sets of stresses, um, you know, dealing with the expectations that are there of you. Um, for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, like Michelle was talking about a little bit, I know I, <laughs> I, just, I hate eight hour daylight. Like I hate it. I hate, I hate when the sun is up at eight 30 and goes down by four. Like, nah, man, <laughs> pleasure my whole life. And I never get over it. So <laughs> There's just a lot of different ways that stress can show up right now. Uh, so the three uh, main skills that Michelle and I were thinking about for helping with stress, first and maybe foremost, I don't know, maybe most obviously is the please skill. Um, second is actually accepts. And the third is mindfulness. Um, please, right, this is just, this isn't reduce your stress at all. This just reduces your vulnerability to that stress, right? You're less likely to be as impacted by those stressful things if you're, basically, if your physical resources are at their best, right? So um, now as much or more than ever, do what you can to take care of yourself, because that will help you be more resilient in the face of the various and sundry stressors that are so much a part of this time of year anyway. <laughs> and are probably, for most of us, dialed up right now with the current circumstances. Um, so yeah, just take take care, take care of yourself. Damn it! There you go. The <laughs> I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever shared this, but this is the damn it reminded me of it. It's entirely related to nothing. But my grandfather <laughs> Michelle, who was a clinical psychologist, actually, um, he's mm -hmm. one of the reasons I went into this job. But he used to say all the time, "I love you, God damn it." That's just how he said I love you. It was really gruff. It was really funny to me. Like, I love you, God damn it. Anyway, cracks me up every time. <laughs> I like it. 
right? So take care of yourself. It doesn't make it so that there are, you know, there's less stress. It just makes you less impacted by that stress, which is a lovely thing, right? We can't control necessarily how much stress is there, but we can help ourselves have a bigger buffer um, between ourselves and the stress. With accepts, Michelle and I were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. One of the things that we were thinking about the most was the um, concept of contributing, which is a part of accepts. It's pretty easy right now to get wrapped up in ourselves. Um, you know, the things that we're missing, the things that, you know, we can't do, the stuff that's making our lives harder. It's really, it's really easy to just be really self-focused right now, especially because in a lot of ways we're less, we're getting less of the world, right? We're actually interacting with fewer people and, and you know, we're, we're more bubbled a lot of people than usual these days. But it can be a really nice shift in perspective. And it can be, I don't know, it can, that shift of perspective can come with a real release, I think, a real sense of relief about our own issues. If we step outside of ourselves enough to realize that there are other people with other issues, many of which are maybe maybe bigger, harder, worse issues than what we've going, we've got going on in our lives. Um, you know, it helps me to think about when I, you know, just talking about all the people that are out of work right now. I, my husband and I are both super lucky in the fact that both of our jobs can totally be done from home. So, um, COVID hasn't really impacted our jobs one whit, right? But that puts us in a minority. We're in a, we're in a lucky group there. And so just remembering how lucky I am there can help me snap out of a little bit of the impact of the stresses that are present in my life. Um, and the next step after sort of recognizing this gap is to see what you can do to, to contribute. And this can be really formal contributions. This could be like saying people, Hey, you know what? I don't need more shit this year. Instead donate to this charity as a gift to me for, you know, for Christmas. Um, it could be making, you know, donating food to a food bank. It could be helping out a neighbor, right? It can be that kind of thing. Um, or it can be stuff that's a little bit less, tangible, um, reaching out to someone who you know does live alone. Maybe you live with people right now, but you have friends that live absolutely alone and you know they would really benefit from more contact, being reached out to, right? Sending them a text message, picking up the phone and making an actual phone call. God for good. Um, sending, a let, sending a card in the mail. I can't tell you freaking exciting it is to get a card or a letter in the mail when there's no I reason right for no birthday for not christmas just because someone was fucking thinking about me it's amazing right so, like, there's there's a lot of ways that this can look but i think more important to an extent than whatever action follows it the first step of just stepping outside of yourself a little bit can help put your own stresses in perspective that can sometimes lessen their impact uh and then last but never least mindfulness uh which really i would just put for all of these in fact i would put mindfulness for everything pretty much i don't know prove me wrong holidays non-holidays right? every day of the year <laughs> mindfulness uh, i was like i think mindfulness is good for everything change my mind right <laughs> <laughs> but right there's just oh man is it easy to get overwhelmed Right. And so why um, mindfulness and then wise mind, too, I think, are both 
I want to say imperative, but that's a little too strong, but they're just so useful, right? Giving ourselves these seconds to pause, giving ourselves these seconds to take that half a step back to be looking at what's going on internally and externally, rather than just being mired in what's going on internally and externally can have a surprisingly large impact um, on those things. So, uh, man, do Michelle and I talk enough, I think, about mindfulness? We got two, three episodes at the very beginning of mindfulness. Yeah, we like may be fond of this topic. It's possible that we like this. It's very important. <laughs> so, I, uh, as tempting as it is for me, I will not just dive first into everything that is mindfulness. We have episodes. Um, we have episodes that are before COVID, so better sound quality than mm-hmm. that unfortunate middle time (laughs) before I got my own microphone (laughs) I love it but go and listen because it bears repeating right Uh, Michelle and I we probably mentioned this then but that was like almost a year ago so god knows Um, we teach the same class on mindfulness every single module that we teach of our in-person group uh so if you take three all three modules from us you get the same night on mindfulness three times because we actually think it bears that much repeating there's a lot Mm -hmm. in it there's a lot to think about um so even if you've already listened maybe you've been a loyal listener since the beginning (laughs) but maybe before you launch into the holidays it's worth going back and taking a second pass <laughs> the mindfulness episodes because well, we could use some of that right now so yeah anything to add to that stuff michelle um i guess one thing that i just kind of want to emphasize that you're talking about and then one thing to add um i really thought it was interesting when you were talking about accepts because even though you know, you and I talked about before we were recording, like, okay, let's, you know, it's really the comparison, or not the comparisons, except the contributing. Let's hone in on that. But you really talk nicely to both. I, that's true. Both of the C's <laughs> and how they go together. Because, yeah. you know, you were really speaking about it in the sense of, like, you can see that right now, like, you and your husband are both working, but that there are other people who are out of work. You know, who if we weren't living during COVID, they they might be working, no problem. But they are struggling and you can see how, you know, you are fortunate that you are not struggling in the way that they are. And then it's that comparison that kind of then compels you to contribute. Yeah, it's hard to Um, know where to contribute if you haven't first recognized mm -hmm. the need for it. So you're right. You know, how many years have we been teaching this and I've never seen how well those dovetail in together? I was I was just totally thinking of it as you were talking. I was like, I don't know if she realizes it, but she's totally talking about both of the C's and accepts, and I, I kind of love not it. Paying attention to that, so I just wanted to like point that out a little bit. Of like, you really you really tie them both together very nicely, and they they do I think really go hand in hand in this context. Um, so yeah, that was just a thing that I noticed. Yay! And then I guess the only other thing that I would add, though it doesn't really apply as much this year, this will probably be the least busy holiday season of my life. Um, but, but also, like you know, with it, it, Kate mentioned a lot of like ways that stress can show up during this time of year. It can show up in a lot of different ways for a lot of different people, and one of the ways that it has historically shown up for me um, is just being super fucking busy (laughs) like just constantly racing and rushing from one thing to the next to the next to the next and so when it comes to these things that you were mentioning of like please accepts mindfulness 
especially pleas and mindfulness, so important to remember. If that is the experience that you have historically had during the holidays, maybe you're still having that experience this year, even though it's different, but that those things become really important to make sure that you are taking care of your physical body mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, you know, as you put it really nicely, Kate, so that you're less vulnerable to stress and also trying as best you can to be really present with what you are doing in that moment, you know, being present when maybe you are doing Santa pictures, (laughs) being present when you are doing your shopping, being present when you are wrapping gifts, being present when you are baking holiday cookies, whatever it is, like be present. Um, Those things just seem really important. If that's the thing that's stressful for you is just being really, really busy during this time of year. Cause I know that tends to be the number one stressor for me as I just, I get, I get really busy. I was just thinking how funny this is going to be because you know, I don't know. This podcast will stay out there. Yes. This in episode the will live on. Yes. This episode <laughs> will live on. And so how funny will it be if someone like finds our podcast in like five years, like, Oh yeah, that was COVID. Right? <laughs> 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 I focus so much on it. I mean, grant you i will just put exactly. in and say i think all of the skills we're talking about are just as useful they're timeless a usual yeah they're timeless they're, they're they're useful in usual holiday years as well um so i don't think that they like that all of these are particular to a COVID holiday season mm-hmm. <laughs> but we've certainly talked enough about that that i i don't know it just dawned on me while you were talking that and somebody, you know, will stumble across this. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. But and I, one of the things that I also just really liked that you said was how you were emphasizing, like, maybe this is a normal stressor, but this year in particular, it may be bigger, right? Like finances. Lots of people experience financial stress around the holidays. Yep. And this year, the financial stress might be worse. Lots of people experience seasonal depression and isolation and all of that. And this year... It may be worse. So it is. It's kind of like acknowledging that (laughs) these things are relatively common during any holiday season. But this one, we're really emphasizing some of those things because it's true. It's the reality for lots of people. I feel like that could be the slogan for this year. It may be worse. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. 2020 in a slogan. 2020. It might be worse. <laughs> yep, yeah. Think about the things you were stressed out about in 2018 and 2019, and then turn up that dial a little bit, oh, and you get 2020. Sorry. That's my, that's my sense of humor. <laughs> no, it's really oh, true, though. It's man. very, very true. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. So, yeah. Self-promotion time, right? Or homework It or is something. awkward self-promotion time. I'm going to do it this week. Um, do we have so... homework, too? I don't know. Oh my gosh, we did not even talk about homework. We have no notes about homework. We have you guys. no notes, zero. I'm gonna make it make up. This up. Um, okay, here we go. So basically, in line with what we say a lot with DBT, don't try to do it all. Okay? <laughs> so we basically talked about three big categories today of different types of. Sh- you know, things that can be stressful around the holidays. One is the family aspect of things. Two, in particular this year, is the being alone or having different traditions because of COVID. (laughs) Third is, well, a lot falls under that third category. But yeah, just kind of the general (laughs) stress. 
Um, whether that is financial stress, whether that is, you know, mood, mental health stress <laughs> that comes with this time of year. Um, but, you know, we broke it down into three different topics and we gave three different skills for each of those things. Um, so what I would recommend is even if you sh- may be struggling a little bit with all of those, either in years past, historically, you've struggled with some of all of that or this year, you're like, oh, I'm sure <laughs> like everything we were saying, you're like, yep. I'm not looking forward to that Zoom call with the family, and yep, I am not looking forward to being by myself, and yep, I did lose my job, and I'm stressed. You may be checking all these boxes, Um, and what I would really encourage you to do for homework is to pick one category that might be the most stressful for you and to try to pick one skill within that category to practice over the weeks to come leading up to the holidays. Um, that's, that's what I would recommend. Um, so yeah, I'm debating if I should briefly recap. (laughs) I'll briefly recap. Okay. For family (laughs) stuff, we recommend fast, stop and cope ahead for spending the holidays alone or just struggling with your traditions changing because of COVID. We recommend willingness, self-soothing and improve. And then for other stressful things, we recommend please, accepts, and mindfulness. So, woohoo, pick one. There, that's homework off the top of my head. I know, well, (laughs) my closing moment, I mean, just FYI, everybody, I have a one-word prompt for myself for the closing moment today, so I am also making shit up today. (laughs) Well, you'll do great. I believe in you. Thank you. (laughs) And I always love closing moments. Now it's self-promotion time. Now it's self-promotion time. Yes, officially. Um, so as Kate mentioned last week, the same is true this week. Uh, we have not gotten any new patrons um, between the last episode we recorded and this episode. So we just want to give a general shout out and thank you to the patrons that we do have. Thank we really you. appreciate your ongoing support. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, and as a reminder, because we haven't mentioned it in a while, if you do go on to our Patreon and become a $5 patron, you get a workbook sent to you that Kate and I created that can help you just further implement DBT into your life. Um, So if you're interested in that or you just want to get a shout out with the remaining episodes that we have, you can head on over to patreon.com slash DBT and me to contribute. Um, Also check out Etsy. It is the holidays, you guys. Uh, Shopping. (laughs) Gifts for people. (laughs) I say everybody needs a don't be a dick to yourself. Stop being a dick to yourself poster. (laughs) That is correct, Kate. No. (laughs) Exactly. But whether honestly in all seriousness, whether it's our Etsy shop or another Etsy shop, just go to Etsy. Like go to Etsy and support the people that are making, you know, like awesome handmade personalized stuff and give give them your business and help them out during this time of year. Um, but if you want to specifically check out our Etsy shop too, um, when you go to Etsy.com, so just search for DBT and me, all one word, and you'll find our shop with goodies there. We have a shit ton of mugs. Mugs are a good gift. I give people mugs all the time. So... <laughs> If you need some inspiration, you can check out our Etsy shop. Um, Give us a rating or write us a review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen. And last but not least, email us at dbtandmepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions. We've also gotten some emails recently from people just showing us how 
they're like using the skills and doing awesome stuff and it's Which is awesome. phenomenal we love them yes so you can email us with anything good news if you're in need of advice whatever it is we welcome it all so okay kate okay now me. closing moment <laughs> Are you feeling nervous? I weirdly am. It'll be fine. No, I just I have a couple of different like notions and they're warring in my head about which one I want to do. But I know how we start because we start the same way every day. And so I'll get there by the time I get there. That's right. All right, everybody. As per usual, do start by trying to get yourself into some sort of comfortable position. This could be sitting, standing, laying down, even walking around. Whatever it is that feels comfortable and supported and maintainable for you for the next few minutes. And as always, we're going to begin just by tuning into our breath. You don't have to breathe any more slowly or any more deeply than you are naturally. It's just just about paying attention. Just about focusing in on our breath. Noticing the sensations and the rhythm. Letting it welcome us into our bodies and into the present moment. So to begin with today, I do actually want you to take two or three slow and deliberate breaths. With each exhalation as you're doing that, I'd love for you to concentrate on trying to relax, trying to release any muscle tension that you may be holding, be that in your shoulders and back, maybe in your facial muscles, if you're tensing your jaw, anywhere in your body that you notice that you're bunched up, you're tense, you're tight. Let's take these few deep breaths as an opportunity with each exhalation to just release a little bit more of that tension and just relax into your body a little bit more with every breath. As you continue that, I'd just like you to bring to mind, gently, but honestly, what some of the things are that might be difficult for you this coming holiday season. Whether that be disappointments, things you have to forego that have generally been really important to you. Whether that be some of the stresses we were talking about from family to finances. Whatever it is that you're feeling as a burden coming into this season. Take a moment and bring those things to mind. Once you have those things held fairly firmly in your mind. I'd like you to go ahead and imagine holding your hands out in front of you, in your mind's eye. And slowly begin to picture forming in your outstretched hands 
One of those floating candlelit lanterns that you've seen that people release for certain holidays or occasions. This can look however you want it to, to be particular to you. If somehow it works for you to have it embody what those stressors are, what those disappointments are, you can change how it looks to suit that for yourself. Or you can just picture one that is traditional or the more generic shape and size. Either way is fine. Just so long as whatever it looks like, you put into it all of these things that you are thinking about that feel like burdens feel heavy or sad or stressful or maybe even irritating and anger-inducing. Just take some time to really go over those things in your mind and allow them to be embodied in this lantern that you're holding in your hands. When you feel ready, when you feel like you've done that sufficiently, I'd like you to imagine lifting your hands up and allowing that lantern to take flight up and into the sky. And as it leaves your hand, Try and imagine the weight of all of those things also leaving with it. While those circumstances may not be changed, we can at least let go of the heaviness of them to some extent. We can allow ourselves to be in a place of acceptance for the world being what the world is right now. And we can let go, let go of the resistance to how things are, let go of the willfulness. We can just let the sense of acceptance lighten our load, ideally feeling that lightness as your lantern drifts up and up, further and further away into the sky until eventually you may not even be able to see it anymore. All of this being an exercise to help us let go. Let go also of our expectations that reality be other than it is. And try and come from a place again of acceptance, of willingness, of openness. and to allow ourselves to be as unburdened as possible by the stresses of the world as it is. Once your lantern has faded from your sight in your mind's eye, go ahead and try and let go of the last little vestiges of whatever stressors you brought to mind at the beginning of the exercise. And start to welcome yourself back into your body, however feels best to you. Maybe a couple more slow, deep breaths. Maybe some stretches, or rotating your neck. Whatever it is that feels good to you. And helps you come back into your body, into the room, and into the present moment. Thanks so much, everybody. Thanks, guys. 
To learn more about us and the DBT skills we're teaching each week, join our Facebook group. Simply log in to your Facebook profile and search for DBT and Me Podcast.